Hello everybody, this is Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners and here's my weekly update on my sample trading portfolio coming up next. Hello everybody, it's New Year again now, 2020 and I wish everybody a Happy New Year. Um, since the last few days, I mean, of course, we have the New Year celebration. and um, But for me, basically, the biggest thing is two things over this uh, few days. Mainly is, um, um, basically on Friday, there was this um, strike by the by U.S. to Iran, in Iraq, you know, killing a, a Iranian general as well as a uh, Iraqi general as well. And... Um, which causes the oil price to shoot up, and obviously gold shoot up greatly. And uh, I've been saying in I think my last uh, couple of episodes as well, um, talking about possible you know, um, surge in gold prices and also watch out oil prices. And uh, they both went up um, basically totally um, due to some unforeseen circumstances. Nobody knows Donald Trump. Um, is actually trying to uh, or plant something and that is this strike coming in basically two days into the new year it's a bit of sad stuff for me anyway I mean he's, he's very happy to have a new year but then within a couple of days we have you know, you know human beings killing other human beings and just uh, rather sad whatever Donald Trump said these guys you know um, have committed whatever you know planning or atrocity uh, against the US um, people, uh, I just feel that you know why can't they just go to a court of law properly or go to NATO instead of just uh, be American again being a judge and a jury and then basically just dish out this punishment at the end of the day and then just killing people. Um, this is one of the things that worries me a lot because we, I mean back from uh, the World War Two when America were adamant want want to get involved in Europe or in Asia until Germany you both sunk a couple of you know boats from America to to Europe and then uh, obviously Pearl Harbor Japanese attack American Navy and uh, basically just drag um, America into both Europe and into um, Asia and uh, obviously World War Two. we all know the school uh, but then uh, it looks like from there on from a, um, a country that don't want to you know uh, interfere other people's what they're doing or even though they have a war on the outside of the border to uh, to a country who basically just tell the world what to do and any dispute anything I mean and it's settled by bombs like this I, I understand you want to US want to protect yourself fine but you know going to another place killing somebody else and also high-ranking officials so it's like you know if it's very much worries me to like if whatever let's say for example, the Chinese don't play ball with the American. Is uh, American going to strike some of the you know, places in in China, or just kill some of the generals in there, or same thing in North America, uh, North, uh, North, America, North um, um, Korea? You know, we have we have people uh, testing the nuclear bombs and stuff up there. Doesn't play ball with American. You know, does Donald uh, Trump just going to send something a missile over there? Um, it raises a question also to what happened to um, I don't know, Latin America 
you know, can they send bombs around? I mean, they already have a history. I mean, U.S. have a government has history of intervening in other countries, in Latin America and area. Uh, would they escalate? And this this raises a lot of questions. Like, will one American president sign something, for example, Iran deal, the negotiated deal, to, so Iran don't go to do you know, any put defending nuclear bomb? Obama signed that off, and then Trump said, "Oh, it's those are boo. Uh, I." want to get out of it um basically um uh, get out and then now starting um you know doing some sort of stupid thing in my view to to iran so how how can you expect um people trust american foreign policy which I mean, due to israel is already not very popular over there and going around you know american just going around telling everybody what to do and have naval base around the place is and then you know do some attacks like this, you know. The other thing is, can we actually trust what Donald Trump's been saying? Look at his tweets, tweets about all sorts of different things. And, um, you know, uh, how how much can we actually believe what he said? I mean, he, he's a person who uh, recently tweeted something to try to, you know, uh, expose who the whistleblowers who, you know, got him impeached. Um, you know, th- those kind of things, it's quite, it's quite scary scenario. Obviously, um, um, on the other hand, if you look at you know uh, allies of U.S., you know Saudi uh, journalists got killed last year, got dismantled, and uh, in Turkey wasn't it? This basically just got you know chopped to pieces. And okay, many people go to jail for it now. It's been death sentence, but um, you know what have they done to uh, to the Saudi you know, government? Have they actually put sanction against it? Now it's really very much hush hush. It just let the Saudis rule of law do its things, but you know there's no um, what you call American coming out is you know, or gun blazing saying you know Saudi did bad, you know uh, not trust not doing what human rights is and going around and then you know, you know tell you know put some sanctions on you know they they say so loudly about against you know. Uh, in the Middle East as well as uh, the Chinese and things, and now now when Saudi Arabia did something, you know that the rumors that the prince actually uh, authorized it, you know cannot be proven. I don't know, but um, if if a if a country killing its members like this, you know it's a bit scary as well. And then U.S. didn't do much on the other hand, and then that that's sort of like a worrying start at the start of year. But for trading wise, it's been great. You know, I've I've been positioning myself with oil and gold, silver, um, quite well, and uh, I expected to go up this year, but I didn't expect you know so so quick rain to the new year, a couple of days, and already move up quite you know twenty, fifteen, twenty percent, which is which is relatively good for me. Um, the other thing is obviously um, Donald Trump has twisted and said, okay, uh, U.S. and China is going to sign something on the fifteenth. But uh, if you look at what the Chinese media uh, is on on the same subject, they haven't said anything much either. So it's very much like just like before, very much one side, the American side. You know, on the fifteenth, the Chinese just come out, but more or less saying the similar things before that. You know, they they want to. Uh, negotiate and uh, they want each side to respect each other's rule of law and the, the way they 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 are and you know have a peaceful negotiation, but didn't go into much of a detail and those only you know in the Chinese side only low rankings uh, government staff, on the American side just keep on having a uh, high ranking official saying our oh, deal is very close just a little bit things need to be done, then with the fi- December fifteenth deadline um, back. 
and now you know Donald Trump comes out saying, oh, I think there's some media saying um, Chinese uh, PM or somebody had a high-ranking official from China supposed to come went to America last week to sign something. You know, first week in January and things like that, and haven't heard anything so far. And what what's going on? And suddenly Donald Trump tweets on fifteen Chinese and uh, American to go sign some deal, but with no details. What type of deals they gonna sign? Um, you know, is it what the what Donald Trump's been saying, just uh, agricultural and with some banking reforms in, in China and also uh, uh, IPs reforms and stuff? No one knows, and just rather um, you know, everybody's guessing. And who knows, 15th might not be the time, like, like I said before, Chinese New Year is coming end of the month in January, and uh, will the Chinese come over on the 15th to sign something? Um, I, I don't know in America. And uh, it just very much so far, as far as I'm concerned, very much one-sided. American keep on saying something's going to happen, Chinese keep quiet, or not mention much about any possible deals. And um, basically, the market just got up and down like yo-yo. And, uh, and obviously you got a U.S. Donald Trump uh, uh, impeachment, and now the, f- the news on Friday about the, um, the drone strike in Iran, Iraq, and possible, you know, all this rhetoric coming out from uh, Middle East, from Iran, of all possible retaliation against U.S. interests. It's just, it's just scary start for the whole year. And also, f- from all of this that's happening on Friday, especially, you know, something got buried in the news. I don't see, I don't think anything has been said so far yet. Is the manufacturer ISM output, which basically um, it has uh, uh, purchasing manager um, index gone to 47.4, which they were expecting about 40 or something, something be higher. Still below fifty, but it's higher. You know, you know, a bit of improvement, but it didn't. So stay below fifty. So it's like contraction, and uh, with the stock market on, but doing the reverse. You know, everything goes sky high. The other thing, you, uh, um, you look at the repo rate. Basically, you know, the, the repo market in America is still uh, happening. American uh, Federal Reserve is still buying. Treasury notes from different banks will help to pump liquidity into the system. And if you look at the Federal Reserve balance sheet, uh, just Google and look at the curve. It's just continue going up and up and up, you know. Um, ever since September last year, and um, when is it going to stop? You know, this this is a type of thing, the net result similar to quantitative easing. When government buying government bonds short term, this should uh, change to long term, but still provide liquidity. And uh, into the financial market in America, and Federal Reserve just keep on increasing the balances. You know, at the moment, it's back up to 4.1 trillion US dollars. We first should go back to, you know, I think, 4.5 or almost 5 at the peak uh, back in 2015 at the Alexander area. So, this is just all worrying. And, um, this is just how how news are uh, coming out, and obviously all this stuff going on. And then uh, UK is uh, end of January now, coming to end of January. Um, it's going to Brexit, and um, the uh, British pounds moving up and down quite a lot, and obviously a Friday affect everybody. Um, so on one hand, I make a bit of money on uh, oil, gold, and silver. But uh, lost quite a bit on the uh, British pounds again, US dollars, the Japanese yen, New Zealand, US dollars, Euro against you know, US dollars all came down uh, somewhat. And um, that that's just how it is. So trend following on is based on its best, you know. 
some news comes out, um, you might be positive on some of your trades, but uh, same news might be uh, the, ref the reflection from the market might come out to be negative, and then you might not making too much, you know, overall, you know. But this is just life. This is how trend following is. You know, one market may go up, uh, market might come down at the same time. So generally, in trend following, we have ten stock trend following, ten stock or index, whatever or currencies. You know, when it's working, it's like seven, eight of them working, but you have a couple of them not working and on the reverse when things are not working you have a couple of them that's working making you money uh, but uh, seven or eight of them just not working so overall you're losing money at that that way but um, we just take whatever the market give us sometimes is um, positive some the time is negative and trend following trend following we just try to catch the, the fat tail the outliner and be there um, to to catch you unexpected you mean like just just look at um, oil and um and six gold and silver i mean the setup is there the trend is there i'm getting ready for higher on this uh higher prices on on these commodities and stuff but who knows you know suddenly it's us do air strike and then move this market up you know for in the first short space of time and these are type of things that um trend following is designed to catch catch the unexpected and make you money obviously you know others are not as good on the, on the British pounds euros and stuff but you know overall it's still a positive uh, week for me anyway so um, on that note here's just a quick update on um, what the market have done over the last week okay first off the bat is um, Apple um, medium long and short term are all buy uh, next is Amazon um, short term is a buy, medium term is neutral, and uh, long term is a buy. So basically, um, for the S2 system, the turtle system too, um, system basically on Amazon is um, it's just giving multiple signals up and down. So that's the, the what's going on at the moment because the choppy market. So um, that's, that's just how it is at the moment. So uh, for S2, it is uh, neutral for Amazon. Next is Australian dollar, even though with the uh, most recent up and down, well, down for on Friday. Across the board, still a buy, so short term, medium, and long term are all a buy. Uh, Brent crude, obviously, uh, and also crude oil, um, WTI. Um, both of them has been affected by Friday. We got over 4% on the go, but overall, it's both all these, uh, these two um, uh, oil trade are buy across the board. So. Just sit tight and let the market do its things and then capture the profit and see how it goes. Next is DAX and um, continue moving up and uh, across the board. So short, medium, long term across the board. Um, Down Jones, uh, same thing here across the board. Uh, it's a buy. So uh, sh uh, short, medium, long term is a buy. Uh, FUSI 100, um, not moving as much as the uh, index in America, but it's still a buy across the board. Short, medium, long term is a buy. Uh, gold, um, well, y you know the score I said earlier, somebody go go up uh, quite a lot. I think it was like, you know, broken the 1500 uh, during uh, end of uh, December, and then this couple of days just showed up now, 1550 area, so across the board. Medium, short, and long term are all buy for gold. Hang Seng continue just like uh, last week is buy across the board. Uh, short, medium, long term are buy. NASDAQ obviously following down Jones is uh, buy across the board as well. Short, medium, long term are buy. Um, uh, next is Nikkei. 
um, the K basically is um, uh, buy as well. Uh, but it's got a bit of you know, fluctuations, but it's basically buy across the board, short, medium, and long term as well. Um, silver's uh, foreign gold, but not as much. So short term is a buy, long term is a buy, but medium term is still neutral, just like last week. Uh, the Chinese yuan um, against US dollars, US dollar against Chinese yuan, is sell again on short term, and then um, sell in medium term as well, and basically still neutral on long term. So it looks like um, one thing observation in here is 200 days moving average is holding. So that means the price hope it will bounce up a bit from here uh, on the 200 day moving average line about 6.962. But I'm not sure how much bounce it might get if um, you know, if there's a deal going on then you know, uh, most likely the Chinese government is going to let um, the the um, Chinese dollar against the uh, Chinese yuan against the US dollars to appreciate and, and we'll just have to see how it goes if there's any signings at all. Uh, next is US dollars against Japanese yen um, is sell short term and long term and a neutral in uh, medium term. Uh, British pounds against Japanese yen buy still uh, short term but long and medium term is neutral now because of the recent fluctuation on Friday. Um, British pound against US dollar still buy across the board. Just hold on, hang, hanging there, still there by the skin of his teeth. So short, medium, and long term is still buy. Uh, Bitcoin is uh, same as last week. Sell, uh, medium term, um, sell short term, and long term, medium term is still neutral. One thing though, um, if you look at the the repo. Um, is situation basically the the Fed's balance sheets um, increased since um, August time, well, well August September time, and then you look look at that that curve for increased balance sheet in America and U.S. Fed's balance sheets and against what uh, uh, three major indexes and DAX and Hong Kong index and Nikkei as well. If you look at those you know, during the around September August area, you can see the the trend basically starting to change on all these indices and try to move up. So it looks like to me basically is you know the the whole thing about the ripple rate is bank A supposed to lend bank B you know money so that you know and at the end of the day yeah you know, so the bank A have more liquidity so it can uh, be within the boundary the, the legal boundary of the Federal Reserve limit or liquidity limits all sorts of things and give yourself uh, cash flow so so to speak so that's what they normally do now obviously um, uh, bank bank A need the money bank B now don't want to lend that much or don't want to lend it to us so government comes in in from uh, Federal Reserve comes in and give you a bit more liquidity in the system but remember this was sold to us back in October 2019 that's just a short-term uh, blip in the system because you know there's tax or some other uh, loan need to be paid around a similar in that week or something, you know. Uh, but then the Federal Reserve comes in and says, "No, I'm going to buy, um, um, provide liquidity and buy Treasury bond from these banks uh, up to in the first quarter of this year, maybe longer as well." And basically, American U.S. Fed had become the bank of last resort and basically provide liquidity, and those probably rates quite low. And you you seen what happens? And if from my point of view, is the banks. And it basically using this low interest rate means borrow money from the government, so to speak. And instead of um, 
um, just providing liquidity for for themselves, just so they stay within the the limitation of the uh, U.S. law, a uh, financial law. But it's also using the extra money to basically go out around the world and just buy up the indexes, you know, buy up the shares or move the indexes. And it's not just American phenomenon; it's happening the DAX, which is um, Germany, and CAC as well, which is um, uh, France and Nikkei. And uh, in Japan, and also you can see that in the Hong Kong index as well, it sort of moved up the last couple of months. So, so it looks like there's this war money coming out, cheap money coming out. And again, um, American indices go up, you know, continue to go up, you know. There's just defining gravity, just continue to go up, but something has to come down, and when it comes down, it'll be quite bad. But God knows when it'll happen, uh, so long as the US government, to Federal Reserve, continue pumping money into the repo. Uh, market, uh, basically they don't call it uh, quantitative easing, but as far as I'm concerned, the net result is still the same, and increase the balance sheet in the U.S. Federal Reserve, and very soon it will go back up to I think 4.9 or something trillion. Uh, very soon discontinue. It's definitely will hit that again in this year. You discontinue, and what does that mean in America? And all this loose money floating around, and just gonna make everything more expensive, and. Um, God knows what happened, and then uh, if the U.S. dollar is coming down as well, uh, losing its purchasing power, and um, I think I mean commodity and oils will definitely go up uh, through the roof, and um, don't know what happens to the index and probably just going up as well. So we just are we going to continue maybe looking in another year of uh, you know super high return on the indexes around the world? Uh, continue from since 2009. God knows, but just like it feels so unnatural. Now we've got like ten, eleven years. I think this will be the twelve years of uh, unbroken growth, so to speak, in America, on the on the stock market. Uh, let's say, uh, just for us, for American, uh, it's concern is going up so much, and um, I'm just worried what happened when things have to be repaid. Who is going to repay it? American? Maybe you know. So the shares around the world, not just in America now, sort of. Uh, European probably suffer as well as people in in Asia. And the other things nobody talk about much is the Chinese is also selling. I think the last later part of last year already, uh, Treasury bond basically a uh, U.S. Treasury bond is not buying much. And I think last month there was report um, that when the Federal Reserve is selling Treasury bonds, uh, it's end up similar to the Japanese Japan Japanese um, central government bought some. But mostly, I think 60 or 70 percent is still purchased back by the Federal Reserve themselves. So uh, it's like you know, it, it just lending money right hand to left hand within America, and just pumping more money into the system. So the stock market continue to go up. Everybody's feel happy with uh, uh, U.S. election coming up uh, end of this year. And if this continues, then we definitely see you know the U.S. Fed's balance sheet just continue to go up. And if Discontinue, um, then I'm thinking next year when the uh, I don't know what happened with the new president coming in, whether it be Donald Trump still or somebody else, you know, the markets might tank a bit. It's just tradition, so it uh, doesn't really boil down too well for for next year kind of thing. Just worry about while it's happening, who cares? You know, the market is going to do its stuff and it's going up and down. It's a trend follower just going to ride the bucket bunko and just ride the wave, wave and then just make the money. 
So uh, we just have to wait and see. So we just started a year, and um, last year I think American gone up like twenty percent or something, and you know, I could very very well. And uh, um, so we see how it goes. Also this year we have um, um, Olympic is happening in uh, in Japan. So the Japanese government probably want the yen coming down, so just the easier for people to exchange money and you know buying things in in the Japan stuff. So. So um, we just have to watch out the yen as well. So basically, that's um, how I see it. You know, the very first couple of days in the year, who knows what will happen? But um, it's just rather worrying start with uh, drone killing people already. <laughs> More thing, like first thing in the morning for new 2020. It's a bit scary, but hopefully we can make some money here and uh, you know make everybody. Yeah, everybody makes some money, either up market or down market, and can continue just use trend following and and see how things go. So uh, this is the end of my podcast for today, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye for now.